It's the beacon. So, uh, Nelson Hall, huh? Home sweet home! It's not exactly the secret lair I was expecting. Well, the lair's next on the list. Gotta start small with these things, you know? Hero name, then costume, then butler, then secret lair. Hey, uh, aren't you worried about anyone seeing you in your costume? Not really. I mean, with my hoodie on and the mask off, it just looks like I'm wearing some sweet leggings, right? I... I guess that works. Hey, you seem like you know your way around here already. Well, I did live here last year when I was a freshman. Fourth floor. The most miserable climb in the world when you need to do laundry in the basement. Hey, I'm on the fourth floor too! Oh, lovely. As if this night wasn't miserable enough already. And here we are, good old 429. Oh, hey, it's right next to uh, my old room. Oh, neat. Well, welcome in. Take a seat, make yourself comfortable. Um, is there anywhere I should, uh, anywhere I shouldn't, uh, um... Oh, uh, yeah, let me just scoot away some of these comics, and you can just step on the paper. If it's on the floor, it's not important. And, uh, don't touch any of the fabric. I'll take care of it. And I'm sure we have a chair in here somewhere. Boy, you sure have a... a busy room here. Well, yeah, busy life. You know, I've got classes, I got orchestra, I got ballroom, I got the end of the semester production for my theater major, and of course I gotta keep up with my comics. You certainly appear to. And of course, now I've got practice with my own superpowers to take up my time, so I haven't even been able to clean up for weeks now. Your superpower? You mean your super speed? Super speedy, that's me. Yep, yep, yep. So, if you have super speed, can you, um, maybe clean your room super fast? Um, I tried that? Yeah, and it does not go as well as it does in the cartoons. As fast as I go, I basically can't stop myself from running into walls when I try to super speed around a space this small. Plus, you still have to take the time to decide where everything is going and store it neatly, and it's all kind of a moot point if you still don't have enough room for all your stuff. Ah, here's the chair. Um, thanks. So, uh, Hawk, was it? Technically, THE Hawk, but Hawk is fine for casual conversation. You know, I actually picked that because of the animal thing on your show. Do you know how hard it is to pick just one superhero alias? There's like a million possibilities and most of the good ones are already taken. Especially for speedsters! So, I just went with a fast animal because of your suggestion. I would have thought for fast animals, the cheetah would have come to mind before the hawk. Well, it did, but apparently cheetah spots are way too garish. So, hawk it is. Hmm. Okay, then. Uh, also, sorry, this may seem kind of weird and abrupt to say, but, uh, you seem amazingly not freaked out about all this. What do you mean? Uh, well, I mean, with basically zero context, you just... Punched the crap out of a giant monster in the woods that was attacking someone who turned out to be a podcaster, who you listen to that tells you you're not the only person in the world with powers like yours. How does that not freak you out? I would be freaking out so much in your shoes. I mean, I 
I still kind of am. Wow, you really do that a lot. Just like in the podcast. And why were you in the woods dressed up in some sort of spandex hawk suit in the first place? Oh, I'm out there pretty much every night. And duh, I thought the costume made it obvious. I'm a superhero! Da-da-da-da! Yeah, okay. I mean, that's what you do if you're a good person who gets superpowers, right? You use them to protect people and fight evil. So, ever since I got my powers, I've been trying to patrol at night and help people in danger. Wait, so, had you seen the loop tile before? Loop tile? What's... Oh, like, like lupine reptile! Like the wolf lizard! Yes. See? You get it. Portmanteaus are great. I know! Also, no, I hadn't seen it before. Otherwise, I would have already known I was in the same place as you and- <gasps> Cappy and Newt! Oh, this means they're here too! We can have a whole super squad! Well, Newt might take more convincing since he seems so sour in his episode, but have you talked to Cappy again? Yeah, that was last ep- Oh, actually, I guess that hasn't actually happened in the show yet. <gasps> I just realized! What? What is it? I just realized I can get spoilers on your show! And behind the scenes, I am the content now! And that's very cool and all, but, uh, uh, you really don't want my behind the scenes. It's, uh, mostly just me, uh, double-checking that I'm recording and then, uh, uh, dropping the recorder. Nah, this is cool. This is so cool! I fought a monster and I'm getting a super team and I got to meet a podcaster in real life all in one night! Ah! This is the best night ever! Ah! Hawk, please, calm down. You're gonna... Oh, no. Hey, I'm home. Oh, hey! Oh, hey, uh, roommate of, uh, hers? Uh, I'm B. Like, short for... Beatrisk? Uh, not like... The insect? What? Uh, here for completely normal reasons? Also, also, your roommate isn't wearing a superhero costume or anything? No, because, uh, that would be weird, right? Uh, Hawk? Wow, B, That was tremendously terrible. Also, you don't gotta lie around Moth. Moth? That's her code name. Don't worry, she's in on all of it. She's the one who made my super awesome costume. What? Hey. Moth, this is Bee. She does the beacon. Apparently she was here at our school the whole time. Oh, and I fought the wolf thing. How cool is that? <sighs> this is going to be a whole other thing now, isn't it? Sure is, buddy. I'll make some tea. Oh, you don't have to- I'm making tea. Okay. Thanks, Moth. So, Bee, what do you want to- You told her? You told your roommate about our powers and and, and about ever, about everything? Well, yeah. Every Batman needs their Alfred. Plus, I needed to explain why I needed the costume. Moth is super great at making costumes. She actually does commissions for cosplayers. Right, Moth? Moth says yes. But, but, but I still don't understand. You, you could have made up so many excuses. And after all the times I said on my show, I absolutely could not tell anyone else about my powers for real. I don't understand how you could listen to that and just go and tell your roommate. Yeah, I kind of get the feeling we're pretty different kinds of people, because I really don't get at all why you kept saying that. Wait, what? 
I mean, you get where I'm coming from, right? Like, isn't the most frustrating part of a superhero movie always when they're struggling between keeping up their regular life and hiding their secret identity, and you're just shouting at the screen like, just tell them! Your life would be a billion times easier if you just told them you couldn't make it to dinner because you had to save a bus full of orphans! Why can't we just cut out the whole annoying secrecy bit? It worked for Iron Man! Okay, uh, first of all, Iron Man is fictional, so it only worked out for him because the writers made it work. And secondly, even in-universe, Iron Man was a smart guy in a supersuit. He didn't spontaneously manifest supernatural abilities. When we tell people about our powers, we're asking them to accept that there is a whole different reality to the world, and we're making ourselves these subjects or, or the targets for them to try to understand that reality through. So... Do you see why sharing this with other people scares me so much? I mean, yeah, I guess. You're worried they're going to go all mutant registration on us or something. Which I might be worried about too, except for the fact that Moth was totally cool when I told her. I got tea. Oh, thank you. Thanks, Mothra. Mm-hmm. Wait, Moth, can I ask, are... Were you really just fine with your roommate telling you she has super speed? That didn't freak you out or bother you or anything you mean uh did it bother me in like an existential sense to have my idea of what a human is capable of shattered by my roommate showing me she could retrieve a rock from 10 miles away in less than a minute yeah sure enough to make me actually want to do anything about it not so much see totally cool can i get back to work now i need to finish this femme roadhog tank before anna march Go at it, girl. Oh, hey, are you going to finish your- <laughs> My tea. Okay. Hawk, it's nice that your roommate accepts you and all, but I just don't think everyone would react like her. Not everyone is quite so- so- So taxed by the demands of cosplayers seeking extravagant costumes that the only rest she can look forward to is the sweet embrace of the void? I was going to say tired. Yeah, that too. And I'm saying that there's got to be so many other people out there. People not like Moth who could hate us. Fear us. Want to know how we work. Yeah, I get that. And I'm not saying we have to tell the whole world at once. But what about your roommate? What about her? Well, I'm just saying if she was the one who came out with these powers, would you hate her? No, of, of course not. She's, she's my friend. So, do you actually think she would hate you? I... I don't know. Maybe not hate, but I don't think she'd love it. Really? She seemed so nice on your show. She bought you a mocha. And she is nice, honestly. But it's kind of just... me. As a person. I mean, I, I just want everyone's first impression of whatever we are to be something good not not someone who can't even figure out her own powers and has to um and ah her way through every explanation of them oh so is that why you've been trying to get newt and cappy to step up so you don't have to be the first contact with the normies i mean not entirely there's also still the loop tile that's the biggest concern right now but yes it would be nice if i could find someone to be the voice of our us.
Well, say no more, miss, because I, Great Hero the Hawk, will vanquish the beast and stand up for the us. Wait, really? You'll... you'll fight the loop tile with me? Heck yes, I will! Honestly, I'm glad this thing showed up. I was starting to feel a little silly just running around there in the dark with nothing to do and no one to save. Like, seriously, you'd think at least someone would get held up at knife point once in a while. Oh, this is such a relief. I thought I'd never find anyone to work with at this rate. And I will work with you as well as I can to make sure this thing gets taken care of so we can move on with trying to figure out our powers. Uh, but, uh, you should know it... Looks like it's still going to be just on us, unless we can find anyone else. I don't think Cappy and Newt are going to help. Never fear, fair citizen, for I- What did we say about using the hero voice indoors? I'll put a dollar in the jar later. Anyway, yeah, I bet I can get them in on this too. Really? Because it kind of seemed like a hard no from both of them. You haven't even heard Cappy's episode yet, but it was- it was bad. I don't think she and Newt are going to want anything to do with our little movement because they've both got bigger plans for their futures that apparently don't involve getting eaten by a giant wolf monster. Well, maybe that's what they said, but frankly, I don't think that's going to matter too much real soon. One way or another, we're going to get them there. What's that supposed to mean? I mean, it's another stupid hero trope that I think a lot of origin stories would be a lot better off without. The whole reluctant hero thing? We all know they're going to end up saving the city or the world or whatever, and we could all have a lot more time for cool fights in the middle if they didn't spend so much time in the beginning hemming and hawing over whether they really have to use their powers for not selfish reasons. Okay, well, first of all, I think the reluctant hero trope can add to a narrative tremendously when used effectively. And regardless of that, we're talking about real people here. This isn't just some story we get to rewrite because we don't like someone else's interpretation. If Newt and Cappy don't want to fight, then we can't make them. Maybe we can't make them, but we can give them a little push. I... I, I don't think I like the sound of that. Um, maybe this was a bad idea. Maybe I should- Wait, hold on. Just think about it. You're the one who's been saying how much people are going to be hurt if we don't stop the loop tile. We're responsible for this stuff. Isn't it worth giving those guys a push into doing what they're supposed to do if it saves other people? I... Maybe. I don't know. Hey, Mothra, help me out here. What am I trying to say? Whew. Alright, so, you're trying to figure out if it's right to make people do stuff they don't want to do if it's for the greater good, right? Stuff they don't want to do that could get them killed. It's more complicated than just don't want to. Maybe, maybe not. It's uh, mainly a matter of whether you think people who have power should be responsible for what happens to people who don't. I mean, I, I think they should at least have a choice. So you think everyone has the choice to abandon everyone else? Well, no, but- Let's say Hawk and I are working backstage on a theater production. Uh, something goes wrong with the rigging and a heavy set piece, I guess, starts falling towards me. Hawk is, let's say, 20 feet away. Uh, with her super speed, she could rush me out of the way. 
Uh, however, she knows very well that this could expose her superpower to everyone else working on the project with us. She also knows that she could be hurt in attempting to rescue me. Still, the risk of what could happen to her is significantly less than what will happen to me if the set piece hits me. Would you blame her if something happened to me and she did nothing? I... I... I don't know. Maybe. But... Now, would you blame yourself if you could have said something to her that would have convinced her it was worth the risk, but you held it back because you didn't want to make her uncomfortable? Yeah, I probably would. There you go. Thanks, Moth. You always get what I'm trying to say. So what do you say? Are you in on our Avengers initiative? I would still need a little time to think about it. And do you really think you could even get Newt and Cappy to agree? Trust me. If I know anything about superheroes, I know that they A, fight evil, and B, bring people together. I just need to have a few words to help them see what roles we really have to play here. Well, I'm glad at least you seem confident. You seem to have a much better handle on this whole powers and being heroic thing than I do. Well, the super speed definitely helps with that. Gotta go fast, you know? Oh, God. Besides, you've been super helpful, too, in sniffing us all out like this. I don't think I'd be out there heroing it up if it wasn't for your show telling me to keep at it. Wait, really? My show actually helped someone? Well, that's nice to hear. It feels more and more lately like I'm just talking into my own tin can. Come on, give yourself more credit than that. Maybe you're not Iron Man, but you're at least, like, Phil Coulson. Doesn't he die? Not in the TV universe. No, I'm pretty sure he dies then, too. Yeah, but then he Jesuses it up and comes back. Either way, I, I think I'd be happy if we all managed to get together on something. Even if it's not fighting the loop tile. Yeah, man. Like our own... Our own... Say, are you more Avengers or Justice League? I think I'm more of a Justice Friends. Hey, are you gonna finish your tea? Don't give it to her. It's caffeinated. Oh god, I really should not be drinking this then. Haha, <laughs> score! Hawk, no. Hawk, yes! Oh boy. So, um, it's about one in the morning, and I just got done talking to Hawk. Honestly, I'm still not entirely sure what to think about her and her whole superhero thing yet. I am grateful she was there tonight, and I'm grateful she wants to help fight the loop tile. But her attitude towards showing off her powers is a little worrying, to say the least. If I had been anyone else, there would already be a normie out there, aside from Moth, who knows about us. For now, Hawk has agreed not to tell anyone else about us. I don't think I have to worry about Moth telling anyone either. When I left, she was so deeply engrossed in looking up cute pig clip art references, she didn't even hear me say goodbye. Or she just ignored me. And I'm still considering Hawk's offer. I'm almost home now. I'm guessing Wolfie will already be asleep at this point, so I'm just going to call it a night for the recording. Oh, Wolfie, you're still up and standing in the middle of the room. Why? What the fuck, Bee? 
Where have you been? Um, what? Did you just forget? Us walking home in the dark and you running into the woods after something growling? Oh. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I, I, I just got distracted and... So distracted, you didn't see the 60 texts I sent you asking what the fuck happened and where the fuck you were. I'm... I waited for you and looked for you and you couldn't even text me a thumbs up to let me know you were okay. I thought you could be dead. It... it... It wasn't anything. I, I I didn't even see anything. It was probably just a stray dog, Wolfie. I'm I'm fine. I'm fine. I thought you might not be. Some people tonight aren't. What happened? There was an accident or something. There was Wait. Are you still recording? Turn it off. But I- Turn it the fuck off. Hey, it's me again. The bee from the tomorrow of meeting Hawk and trivia night with Cappy. The tomorrow that is now today. And, um, it was a rough night. Wolf told me after I got home that- there had been a car crash on the road from downtown to campus. A car with five students swerved off the road and rammed headlong into a tree. Most of the people in the car were okay. Bruises, scratches, whiplash. A broken rib for the driver, I heard. But, um, the one in the passenger seat wasn't wearing her seatbelt. When they crashed, she flew straight into the windshield. As I understand it, she still hasn't regained consciousness. They're all saying the guy who was driving was drunk, even though he was their designated driver and everyone in the car insists he was sober. But, you know, how could he have been sober when... He says what made him swerve was a giant monster in the middle of the road. A giant monster, he said, with a big yellow eye. I know it was the loop tile. And that's two people it's hospitalized now. And apparently this was just a little after I met Hawk. Any day now, it's going to kill someone. I think Wolf is still mad. She won't talk to me. Fox disappeared again, too. Ever since I panic-texted her, all my messages to her have been bouncing back. I think I scared her off again. But I know she'll be back. I texted Hawk. I agreed to work with her. We're trying to figure this out and make everything better. I think I'll go back to bed now. It was a long night, and I have a lot of work to do. 
Until next time, this is The Beacon. You're not alone. The Beacon is written and produced by Claudia Elvidge. The voice of Hawk is Lily Blue Lennox. The voice of Moth is Penelope Parker. The voice of Wolf is Sarah Ruth Thomas. For more information, visit thebeaconpodcast.com or follow us on Twitter at TheBeaconPod. Like what we're doing here? Then consider setting up a monthly donation at our Patreon page. Patrons get access to behind-the-scenes content, as well as personalized rewards like voice messages from the cast. Just check us out at patreon.com slash beaconpod. Want to listen to another audio drama? Try Heartbeats. It's an actual play podcast set in a colorful town where ordinary people solve extraordinary problems with comedy and kindness. We think you'll like it. <laughs>